Welcome to Shattered Dungeons, a podcast where we play an indie RPG called Shattered Dawn 2nd Edition every Tuesday night at twitch.tv slash tabletoptavern20. If you'd like more information or want to sign up for a playtest or a community night, simply go to shattertabletopgames.com and find more information there. If you'd like merchandise or to buy one of the books, you can go to shattertabletopgames.com slash shop. You can also follow us on all of our social media pages at Shattered Tabletop Games or Tabletop Tavern 20. Let's dive in. Welcome everybody, it is Tuesday night, which means Shatter Dungeons is on again. Welcome everybody who's watching, who's uh, participating, and especially those of you who are just, uh, you know, our resilient, lovable audience. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, we really appreciate you. Just a quick reminder, go and tell somebody about the show, uh, please. I, I'd like that. <laughs> just, watch the, just watch the Discord over the course of weeks, just perpetually double. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, for everyone who is new in the Discord, uh, if you're listening, watching, etc., welcome. Uh, we are going to set up uh, some community nights uh, in the near future, which will uh, allow us to run Shattered Dawn uh, a little bit more often uh, between myself and Ray. Would it? What are you <laughs> checking in with Alan's keyboard hey, right now? Hey, hey, everybody, look at this. I'm one of those guys. Uh, <laughs> RGB is cool. <laughs> Ooh, it's my favorite main colors. When Tofu said boops Alan back when you were booping the camera. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the camera totally went out of focus for me, and I was trying to force it back. That's I don't know why good. I can't find a refocus button. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, we got a fun show tonight. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, other, other quick reminder, if you are new to watching or maybe you missed a lot, uh, we have two groups running concurrently in Arc 4 for Shattered Dungeons. We have Jax's Claw, which are, is the more standard, classic, heroic style group. Uh, and then yeah, we have this yeah, group, which both, is just... The worst, the worst group. Yeah, they actually... Fun fact, they are the worst. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are definitely heroes with a heart of darkness. Um, but you guys, Monstrous X, are uh, monsters with hearts of gold, kind of. We're like, all monsters indeed. in our own way. <laughs> uh, wow, that's deep. My, my oh, gloves are monstrous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do have one other announcement real quick, just to get out of the way. It's a logistical thing for everyone who's watching, um, and for, uh, our staff and all that. Uh, we will be moving back to the Shattered Tabletop Games, uh, Twitch channel starting, uh, with episode six. So not next week, the week after is when we will, uh, when we'll make that official. So, uh, we'll kind of all navigate over there. But the cool part about that 
is that we will have uh, more shows available on a more regular basis uh, going down that route. So definitely keep an eye out for some social media posts about that. Uh, we'll also update the website to uh, have all that information. And then, of course, uh, we'll have our schedule on the Twitch page as well so you can check out all the different shows and things like that. Uh, renovations at Shattered Tabletops has completed. Uh, yep, Tofu, you're right. Uh, we completed construction on uh, the same page that was there before. <laughs> we spent no money on upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> spared, spared no expense. Like spared at all. Actually, we spared every expense. Yes. <laughs> uh, good Jurassic Park reference, though. Um, so the good news for Tofu specifically is that these will still apply, but she'll be able to rack up more potency fluxes. So uh, I fear for everyone involved in that. Can, can I just hop in here? How yeah, do you rack those up? Because I totally don't know it's a um it's a trade secret <laughs> uh well, in that case <laughs> yeah uh channel points on twitch is how you rack those up uh so okay. for tabletop tavern 20 uh we have like a uh we have some of them there uh and actually tofu all of those are available now on tabletop tavern 20 we did that uh get that set up uh and then they're also set up on the other channel as well so all good yep uh tofu makes a good point to rack up uh channel points to use for potency fluxes and things like make my monster grow uh or to grant rerolls or heal or harm people uh and interact with the show you just have to watch live uh that directly affects and changes how the show goes uh because sometimes uh you accidentally turn characters into chickens and then they have to fight uh werewolves and uh they just you know doesn't go so good that happened <laughs> that's an actual thing yes indeed harley yes indeed that that is how that works so enjoy those uh tofu's racked up several free potency fluxes which is basically a roll on a random table to see how things uh just whatever happens uh so <laughs> yes you can interact um <laughs> So I encourage you all to do that. Uh, so we'll make an announcement about that again. Uh, but as far as tonight goes, let's jump in, shall we? Uh, we were are without Amy and without Dion. They have things going on. Amy started a new job. But we have our uh, resilient, determined, reliable to... Uh, we have uh, Ray playing Ray Mahond. So original. <laughs> Hold on, let me get in character. Breathe in the meat chunks. Did you say breathe in the meat chunks? Yes. That's uh, that's all I need to get in the character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have Alan playing Serex Nerdul. Uh, why would you say that? <laughs> And there we are. Uh, so coming off of last episode with our group tonight, Monstrous X. Uh, the space is very important in that name. Uh, uh, you say it all as one word. It's, it's no, definitely. Somewhere. Please don't. Don't do that. It's not cool. Uh, so uh, <laughs> coming off last episode, they were able to find... That's like my character. <laughs> 
not wrong. <laughs> they were able to find uh, another small mirror shard, uh, which uh, their leader, uh, Lieutenant Orbo, part of the guard, uh, of, uh, the city guard of the city of Clegg, uh, has been um, kind of helping them do those missions, assigning those missions to them, uh, and Monstrous X has done really great in procuring those uh, those artifacts, those shard mirror shards, and so. Uh, at the end of the last episode, uh, you were given a sizable uh, uh, coin purse in uh, uh, in reward for your a job well done, uh, and uh, you guys now are kind of lounging about for the the next day or so, day or two. Um, so, what do you guys do in that time uh, for Stella and Jacques? Uh, Jacques goes and trains a little bit m- more with. Um, some of the uh, the city healers. Uh, he takes a trip to the Mages Asylum. Uh, Stella's going to do the same thing. She spends some time in the tavern. Uh, she gets some some well deserved time above ground. Uh, but what about Raymond and Serex? What do they do over the, the the couple of days they have available to them? So Serex is definitely. Uh, I mean, help finish up the imports he's got coming in now. And uh, other than that, just drink as much free booze as he can (laughs) and just lays about the uh, homestead. (laughs) Wait, you're just laying around the homestead? After that, yeah, just get drunk and lays about. <laughs> oh my! We're joined by a sudden uh, Dion. A wild Dion, a wild Dion appears. Uh, let me f- uh, find your token uh, or your name, rather. Uh, and not to uh, forget, I know we just did character intros, but we're also joined by Dion playing Jacques or Master Nunya. I forget which one we left off with. Jacques. We you left ju- with Jacques. Jacques. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. Yes, that's yes, good. To, yes. That's good to know. <laughs> I am Jacques. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so we're going over uh, just kind of what we have been doing over the last couple of days for each person. So uh, Sarek said he's drinking all the free booze he can and laying belly out uh, across the <laughs> the homestead is what he said. That's right. My lazy, my my lazy poor chair is just getting closer and closer to being broken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what about Ray Mahan? What is Ray Mahan doing with his couple of days off? Uh, pretty much the exact same thing. Like just laying in my resan-sized bed that just. <laughs> doesn't fit me at all for those of you who don't know uh he is a dargoth a 14 foot tall dargoth and a reson is like a human uh so imagine like a six and a half seven foot bed so i mean he's it's basically a small (laughs) footstool (laughs) (laughs) it's just like the foot of the bed my knees are right there like so i can kick my feet and stuff and i'm just eating like everything in my bed just making a mess everywhere just absolute it's like uh what is that restaurant you you could throw the peanuts on the floor texas roadhouse (laughs) yes it's texas roadhouse in there yes it's a mixture of like 
yeah. shards of shale and food remnants. <laughs> it's and everything you don't want. Exactly. Oh, and I would like to, in the last couple days, you know, just try and uh, chat up Charlene. Charlene is Sarex's donkey, you, for those you of you who don't know. From, you stay away from my Charlene. <laughs> what about Jacques? What you? Uh, now that you're on DM, what does Jacques do with his couple of days off? So we get, is it exactly two days off? Mm-hmm. Why, uh, why does it have to be so specific there, Dion? <laughs> it's important. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to know. I mean, if some things that if you want to learn or try to do, you need more time for. If it's, you know, you just got to make sure you got time to do the things that you want to do. So, uh... I don't think Jacques really has anything to do. Uh, you know what? I think I, I think I want to learn a little bit about uh, Sarek's business uh, proposals and how his business works. I, I think I might need a backup plan because uh, I haven't managed to find a stage just yet, and uh, <laughs> I, I need to. You know, I want to get my acting chops out there, but uh, I might need a. I need. I might need some financing. Oh, you could also use a manager. It's another business avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rule number one: if they use a kid as a weapon, they are not management material. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, wrong. I, I suppose uh, over the two days, like periodically, <laughs> I gotta make sure that my new mace stays unconscious. So just like randomly slamming it against the wall with no warning. Uh, Ray Mahond is feed your mace. <laughs> no, Ray <laughs> Mahond is in the habit of using living beings as weapons. So <laughs> they have it coming. So uh, after uh, a couple of days, uh, Lieutenant Orba has been gone for a minute. Uh, for those couple of days, uh, and you hear the telltale knock at your door. Uh, I'll do it. Who's opening the door? I'll do it. (laughs) Sarah begrudgingly walks to the door and opens it. I am never a fan of Orba. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, what a pleasure to see you. Uh, Of course, of course. So, uh, as you well know, I'm here to, you know, apprise you of the new goings-on and the missions and things like that. Uh, let me step in here. So he takes a step forward into the home. Uh, so who's, uh, who's around right now? Everyone's here but Stella. Well, that'll have to do, I'm afraid. Uh, I have glorious news, friends, uh, comrades, uh, my esteemed co-workers and acquaintances. Uh, you see, you you all have done such a great job, as I told you last time. Uh, uh, you've been kind of uh, typecast now. Uh, so, uh, you all have the reputation about being able to procure things and make sure things are done very well and in a timely fashion. And as such, Lord Elagor Rodna himself 
has a task for you that, uh... Well, to be honest, he hasn't told me about, and I don't know how I feel about that, but he wants to speak with you personally. Is it, is it like don't you finally me, son. <laughs> you it, are new like to this town. To you don't get. even know. What was that, Jacques is, or Nunya? Who are uh, you today? Uh, I, I'm a, I am a shock. Oh, uh, okay. So is he, uh, is it, is it like a really hard to get shard? Because it seems it been really focused on these shots for some reason. Well, uh, Lord Rodner, uh, he has what I would like to call uh, obsessions. And so, though he is the leader of of our glorious organization in our beloved town of existence, uh, he also has some things that he likes to delve into. He likes to collect things, and sometimes they're pretty morbid, but in this case, it's been a fun uh, thing to try and collect these. However... They are, in fact, powerful artifacts, so I I don't quite know what they do. I just know that I've been told to tell y'all to go get them, and, well, you've done a great job. So, as such, he wants to meet with you personally about an upcoming mission. But, uh, what kind of morbid things does he collect? We might want to bring him something as a gift. Well, look at you trying to brown nose. Well, uh, he likes <laughs> things that no people generally can get. So if you have something, maybe it's a, a very unique thing or an item or uh, something. Got a 14-footer right here. <laughs> what does that mean? Likes to use children as weapons. Well, not like that. I mean, uh, pieces of, you know... He likes items of power. So, uh, if you have maybe a small artifact or something that has some sort of, you know, value past just the numerical value that he can use to advance some of his agendas and things like that, he'd love those things. Interesting. Fair enough. Thank you. I don't like the way you're looking at me, boy. Uh, you usually come in here with some some bad news. Who is he addressing that to, Boris? Can I tell? Uh, Sarix. Oh, okay. No, I mean, like, are you? Who who is who addressing that to? Uh, you said I don't like the way that you're looking at me. Oh yeah, Sarix. He's looking right at Sarix as Sarix like wheels are turning in the head. Uh. Anyhow, uh, let's say you meet me there. Uh, uh, go to the Garrison District. Uh, once you get there, go ahead and follow yourself around to the main audience chamber. Uh, I'll meet you there. And keep in mind, this is Lord Elagor Rodna of the City of Clegg. So make sure you don't look like that and he points to uh, Ray Mahond. Without even sitting up or anything, I'm just going to hold up a thumbs up. 
as you do so, your hand goes through the ceiling. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Skylight. <laughs> what I expected. We're gonna, gonna have to fix that. Yeah. With another bill. Pat Gravian on his shirt uh, just to make sure he understood. <laughs> there you go. Well, I have to go get into my finest armor, so I'll meet y'all there. Okay. Be safe. Don't get into trouble. Bye. He walks out. Wait, wait, did he give us directions of where we're going to meet him at? They never do. The garrison yeah. district in the main <laughs> audience chamber. We we spend the next two hours wandering around, and then See, thirty minutes. No, I think to- we know. We've, <laughs> yeah, been to the, we've been to the garrison district before. I think. I think uh, so you or have near. you have bypassed the garrison district, um, specifically uh, Jacques and Sarix. Uh You left um, a couple of days ago to go up to the surface. So okay. uh, you know your way back there. Uh, you have not led Ray Mahond or Stella that way yet, though. So, uh, you guys go ahead and make your way to the garrison district at this point. Is there anything you do prior to uh, heading out, though? In some form or another, hosing Ray down. <laughs> okay. You got <laughs> sharpen my blades. <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming um, what that means is that you guys all take a moment to make yourself presentable. Yeah, and I'm also going to grab some ink, a quill, and uh, some parchment that I have. Okay, why don't you guys describe what you look like at this point now that you're in your more formal drab? I don't think Raymond has formal drab. <laughs> so, so I I'm reverse just... my loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you is that your covered everywhere <laughs> but your crotch? <laughs> 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 nah, man. It's when you flip your underwear inside out. <laughs> I almost just what? spit out my drink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew that. It took me a purpose. second to figure out how you misunderstood what he was saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I do like that idea, though. I, I like David's idea of the reverse loincloth. <laughs> Uh, they're easy to make you just rip the crotch out of any (laughs) pants you have (laughs) I'm gonna go in Stella's room and get a curtain (laughs) (laughs) just wrap it around you (laughs) (laughs) toga style (laughs) so you make your way to the garrison district and uh, as you walk uh, from the tavern district to the south uh, into the corridor leading to the garrison proper you're faced with the very very familiar left and right passageway leading to the main garrison area. So, what do you do? Uh, continue forward, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm thinking right, my my favorite direction. <laughs> the anybody, only direction you know. Anybody have better sense of direction here? Uh, I I think I kind of remember the gist of this um well the first thing we do is we go in the only direction we can move right yep and you know it's 
probably right, but we should shank left first. How do you not remember? It's been. It was a. It was a. It was a. It's been it was a many few drinks days ago. of heavy drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So uh, this, this whole time that we're walking, mm-hmm. Raymond is trying to figure out which personality Jacques is right now. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. You spend your entire time trying to figure that out, and you still don't know. Perfect. Yeah. Easiest way to know is whether or not I got those muscles, man. Yep. It's all about form. Exactly. You see big pecs, then you know that I'm uh, Nunya. So, uh, as you guys walk through the corridor into one of the main uh, kind of vestibule areas, uh, you see Liaison Ephodas, which uh, you guys have met in passing once or twice. Um, the only thing you know about him just from uh, just, you know, surface level conversation is that he... Uh, <laughs> I can't! <laughs> <laughs> You said the name. That was the I only know. Thing that if came you're watching mind. online <laughs> somewhere, the video, uh, you can admire what Ray just typed in chat. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, though. I said liaison Ephodus, and Ray Mahond wrote into chat both of these. <laughs> A simple joke, but it checks out. <laughs> it's it's an old joke, but it checks out. <laughs> yeah. So, Liaison and Fotos, uh, as you know, just through passing conversation, uh, effectively uh, is responsible for coordinating all of the meeting rooms in this main vestibule area between uh, guards and, the, and their superiors, spell swords, and the people they report to. Uh, he basically runs uh, meeting spaces in the garrison district, making sure that that there's no overlap and everything is running logistically as smooth as it can be. I don't know what the heck a spell sword is, but I'm writing it down because I'm going to ask about that later. Is that for, a playable thing? For those <laughs> of you who didn't know, spell swords are where the guards in the mages asylum. Ah, uh, liaison Ephodus. Uh, we were looking for the main audience chamber in this district. We seem to have a meeting that we don't want to be late for. Uh, I've heard that uh, you are to meet with uh, Lord Radna. Easiest way to get there is go to the right, follow through, go out to the main uh, cavern from the garrison. And then instead of going left to leave through cavern, take right. Audience chamber is right there. Uh, so if I just go straight back the way we came? No, no, to the right. Uh, to oh. your right, my left. Ah. Uh, Raymond's doing circles. Ah, this way. Hmm? Uh, Mr. Mahand is full of joke. I'm so happy I could kill you. If you do that, <laughs> Rodna himself will probably have you beheaded. There seems to be a door. Oh, look at that. And I can click it. That's you guys so can cool. open the door. That's so cool. Uh, oh, that is neat. very cool. 
I'm gonna slam the door on uh, Ray mm-hmm. Mahond. I've no. been getting learned up. <laughs> I'm gonna rip the door off its hinges. Rip or <laughs> open it. Same um, thing. Both and. <laughs> I have no concept of doorknobs. So as you kind of walk up into this area, this is very clearly one of the. Okay, okay, Tofu. Um, So as you walk up into this area, uh, you can see many of the spell swords and guards just kind of hanging out, talking. Uh, Some of them look like they're sparring with one another just to keep uh, each other fresh. And so, uh, uh, Jacques, as you walk up first through this little stairway, uh, you step on a... Uh, just like a jagged stone in the uh, very well made floor. Uh, This one is clearly out of place for some reason. Uh, And as you do that, potency flux is redeemed by tofu. (laughs) Aww. Yeah, I didn't see tofu's coming. Yeah, I I didn't either. She messaged me directly on Discord. There's your potency flux. Now, and now I am going to go ahead and redeem a reroll on that because you being healed is weak sauce. Uh, <laughs> so potency oh, yeah, flex. Whether I just die outright. Huh? Good lord, another heal. I'm okay. This is my last reroll, and then I'm over it. <laughs> a hot dog appears in front of the target, Jock. And an invisible barrier prevents access. It is. It has an enticing aroma. You are faced with a very real need of this very lovable, very tasty-smelling hot dog. Must get through. Ray, also, I'm Buffy. Ray, he, he might need your help. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques is just like salivating over this thing, clawing at it, trying to get it out of the invisible box. (laughs) How far down does the invisible box go? He starts digging through the stone. (laughs) So, Uh, uh, can either of you reach? That hot dog. Like, do wants see to the kick hot dog, it. or is this just something that's uh, affecting me? Everyone can see the hot dog. In fact, at this point, all the guards and spell swords have turned around to look at you, trying to get this hot dog through the invisible barrier. <laughs> I see meat muscles. I'm gonna try and smash the invisible box with my great sword. Go ahead and roll uh, attack <laughs> with your great sword. <laughs> with a, a roll of 13 out of 100, uh, you swing your sword straight into the ground. <laughs> I see you're trying to get under the box. It's perfect. Just yes. like Jock said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Everyone uh, else kind of starts moving forward. They're very clearly interested in this invisible box hot dog. Oh, so they actually—they're actually prevented from the other side as well. Yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna roll a speech check here. Okay. I want to entice everyone to rise up against this hot dog. Maybe together we can get this tasty morsel. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Uh, chat roll, please. Exclamation point D100. Oh my there gosh, a 95. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Let's uh, go. I'm assuming chat's not going to roll above 95, but everyone starts leaning in and walking forward as you begin uh, just like inspiring them to greatness and with Tofu's roll of 92 very close Tofu uh, they are inspired by Serix's oh snap Serix you need a re-roll Tofu just redeemed a re-roll on you Dildo's being spicy today. She wants you to fail in this speech. 30 versus their Uh, 92. Um, So I need you to redo that speech, but I need you to completely flub it. (laughs) (laughs) Peasants, we must eat this steamed treat that none of us seem to be able to physically adjust join myself and the others <laughs> we can share and enjoy this description of a hot dog is so bad that I no longer wish to have the hot dog uh, Sarex has successfully uninspired everybody and they all go back to their business I don't know if anybody has like really watched Adventure time. But if <laughs> yeah. Cyrix's voice was just a little higher, he would have sounded exactly like <laughs> Lemon Crab. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this area is now uh, permanent. Has a hot dog permanently installed in it. Um, it lives here now. Yeah. Excuse me, bars. Uh, that's the real. Oh, actually, I, I, I need to. Before I start doing anything, I gotta oh, yeah, figure you, out you, if you I had even, a potency flux on you. I need to figure out if I remember. I remember. Oh, good. <laughs> Are you? You're. Uh, you're guards. I. Uh, I need to. That seems. Where's the uh, audience chamber? It's. It's right around here. If you go through the door, your large friend is standing near. You take a left and then follow the corridor all the way. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Jock, I'm really getting tired of them using made up words. You look around and Jock is gone. He's talked. He's gone through the corridor. I'm pretty sure it's Master Nunya at this point, correct? It is Master Nunya, 100%. (laughs) Even better. So, Master Nunya, as you walk just barreling through doorways and corridors, you walk into a small room, uh, and you haven't been here before. Usually, uh, all of you have been led through this area, not left to explore of your own volition. And so, you walk into this area, and this is very clearly one of the, uh, the, the common areas that people can come and spend time either between meetings that might be running long uh, or things of that nature. You see uh, the telltale symbol 
on one of the uh, central columns a magical spigot that has four spigots on it that dispense ale and mead. Well, I think it's appropriate that we take one to the synodics chamber. Obviously, it's an important meeting. So as you walk up, uh, the small magical ale dispenser only has four uh, spigots on it compared to the 10 to 12 you're used to. Uh, The four flavors listed on this one are Seville Plague, Mount and Madness, Kelementok Surprise, and Gut Punch. That sound tasty. Hmm. Kelementok Surprise it is. All right, you pour yourself a glass of Kelementok Surprise. The important note here is that there are actually, uh, like, mugs and glasses and drinkware available to you in this uh, in this room. Most of the other places like this, you don't have those available. You're kind of left to your own devices on that front. Oh, nice. But the question is, are they just normal size tankards? Yes. There are some Dargoth-sized. Okay. All right. That'll work, then. Perfect. So, who drinks what? Oh, I am going to taste the Kalamintok Surprise. As you uh, sip it just a little bit, uh, it is very cold uh, going into your mouth. Uh, and as you uh, swallow the very cold, tasty beverage, uh, there is a very spicy aftertaste uh, that just kind of rises up uh, from your throat. Uh, well, it's not, it's not horrible. Nice. Spicy beverage. I'm, I'm going to grab a mug and try the gut punch, but I'm still going to use my hand to try it. <laughs> you pour the glass of like gut punch. <laughs> he's a, <Yeah>. he's a <laughs> man just, of simple <laughs> actions. I'm just, I'm just taking the cup to take the cup. They're there. So you but pocket the cup. Gonna... <laughs> and you just <laughs> take handfuls just of liquid. <laughs> just shoving them in his bag. Hey, yeah. I'm glad he's just taking handsful because if he would have stuck his mouth on the spigot, then I would have questioned the spigot I use. <laughs> we would be down this whole bad uh, so as you drink the gut punch, uh, it is very tasty. It's got a, uh, uh, notes of various fruits flavors. Uh, it's got a, like a sweet honey flavor to it as well, kind of entwined with fruits. Um, and, uh, it goes down really smooth. Honestly, it's a very refreshing bre- beverage. As you kind of, uh, cease, uh, you know, dipping the liquid in your mouth with your hand, you pause for a second, and then as, uh, uh, that moment uh, passes. You feel an intense pain as you feel uh, some kind of unseen force hit you full strength into the gut, and you kind of stagger back a few steps as you are punched in the gut. <laughs> uh, oh, 
It's so good. Oh, you guys should try this. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I didn't expect you to react that way. That was funny. And just to make sure... I'm gonna roll my own little speech check here. Mm-hmm. You know what? You, you got a point. I'm resisting before you roll. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can roll speech check. Uh, 105? No, one, 105. Oh, oh, oh. You guys all believe him that it's very tasty. Yeah, you just but I question just filled the... up on the spicy drink. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's great. So, uh, Ray Mahond, what do you do? Well, obviously this sounds absolutely phenomenal, so I gotta, I gotta have that. So taking a Dargoth-sized mug, I'm gonna get, like, half a mug of that. Okay. And then turn to, um, what was the other one? Uh, Mountain Madness. And I'm gonna fill the mug the rest of the way up with that. Okay. Uh, and are you going to drink them together? Yup. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Mountain Madness sounds like a fun Saturday night. Now, just so everyone knows, it's Mount and Madness. Uh, not it is mountain. not Mountain Madness. <laughs> mountain Adness. Mountain yeah. Lightning. Mountain sadness. So Ray Mahond effectually, uh, effect, effectively chugs this beverage he's concocted. And as he does so, uh, suddenly he has uh, a horse's rear end um, spawn <laughs> out of his person. He has become a Dargothian centaur. And as that happens, he then get punch. He gets punched not only in in his normal gut from his normal Dargothian stature, but also the horse gut he now has as well. And so he topples over, full fourteen foot tall, eighteen foot wide uh, Dargothian centaur structure, falls to the ground, writhing in pain as he has a proportional. Uh, strengthy uh, punch to his dual guts. Both of my guts! (laughs) Bit more than you bargained for there. Well, it's good, isn't it? Look at me! Where's Charlene? <laughs> you stay away from Charlene. <laughs> well played. <laughs> I, think, I think my goal for tonight is just to get David to spit his drink out. <laughs> you guys have well, gotten close did. twice. You're, yeah, yeah, you're well on the way. Yeah. All right. So you guys kind of spend some time here getting ready for the meeting. Um, and. Uh, you just have a sense that you need to find your way now. And so you know you're close. Uh, what do you do? Hop on. Well, the only thing to do is to go out and continue down the... I'll... Oh? <laughs> I'll hop, I'll, I'll hop no. on Ray. <laughs> I'll ride like he's Charlene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am not... <laughs> Uh, this must be it over here somewhere. 
Oh, there's Lieutenant Orba. That's his way. Since since I've never had the lower half of a, a any kind of equine animal before, I'm gonna walk like those one like those horses that just take like the little micro steps because I don't uh, want to fall over. Just like oh, you doing pop, the little pop, pop, Yeah, yeah, the little prance thing where it's like. Uh, so as you kind of Jacques ra- or sorry Master Nunny rounds the corner Ah Jacques it's a pleasure to see you Where's the rest of your crew Oh they're, they're right behind me uh, And so as uh, Ray Mahan rounds the corner Full centaur mode Sarex riding in his loincloth Atop the centaur body uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Orba Looks over at it for a second and goes Boys uh, what the f- is going on here? I'm riding our new war steed. How? I am, un- I am unused to these emotions. You can't enter and have an audience with Lord Radna looking like this. I'm going to do a They were check only slightly more presentable before we started today. <laughs> what? This is not, what he, not too far off. Would he not be impressed with the new might he now commands? <laughs> it was a 36 versus Lieutenant Orbo's <laughs> roll of... Oop, wrong keyboard. Uh, it is a roll of 71. Absolutely not. This is ridiculous. You are a Dargoth, not a centaur. You know what? <laughs> Take this. He hands you a vial. If you drink that, it'll go away. Good to know. I'm going to put it away. You have to drink it. <laughs> you were not clear in your instructions. Drink it now, or you're not going on the mission. <laughs> Mine. I'll, I'll drink I'll, it. I'll slide off before it It's a smart move. So you slide off. Uh, everyone kind of returns back to normal after Ray Mahan drinks the vial of, uh, uh, of potion. All right. So listen, I, I'm obviously representing y'all. And Lord Rodna does not take kindly to any sass, okay? So listen to what he's got to say. And whatever you do, don't make a fool of yourselves or me. Got it? <laughs> Got it? What? I'm bad at plan. I'm disheartened by your silence, y'all. Listen, <laughs> I need you to understand you're not going to make fools of us all. I, oh. I gave you a double thumbs up. I don't know. What else do you expect from I'm me? I'm sorry. I, my gaze was upon our 14-foot-tall friend. I just... I'm worried about him the most, to be honest. Fine, I'll only make a fool of myself. All right, go ahead and enter. Lord, uh, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Orba walks into the audience chamber. My lord, it is I, Lieutenant Orbo, and I'm here with Monstrous X. Uh, You've summoned us, my lord, to communicate to us what you have to say. Please, let me introduce ourselves. I, of course, am Lieutenant Orbo, and here we have... He looks over, and Sarex Ne'er-Duel is the only person who's entered the chamber with him at this point. (laughs) Uh, uh, 
we have uh, this is Sarek Snare Duel, one of the esteemed personnel of Monstrous X and a savvy businessman. Sarek, why don't you in, uh, just bow to Lord Rodna? And he looks back, trying to get in here, you guys. Ah, Lord Rodna, I've heard many things about you while I've been here in your city. Uh, and, uh, yes, Lord Rodna, uh, this, this is Ray Mahond. A bow. Hello. Lord Rodna is like, uh, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Orbo is just like flabbergasted that all you did was bow. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, <laughs> and here we have our esteemed local hero, Jacques. Oh, uh, Master Nunya. I'm Master Nunya, sorry. Good evening, sir. It has been good to hear of your successes in the missions I have given you. You have proven yourselves to be very useful for my agendas. So, it is with utmost importance I have summoned you here to speak to you on the matter at hand. Please step forward, Lieutenant Orbo. You can take a seat at the back. Lieutenant Orbo kind of sits down in the back of the chamber. Yes, my lord. Step forward, Monstrous X. I'll step forward. What you have done for me is procure powerful artifacts that are integral into my long-term vision for Clegg. However, you're not the only ones that I've been sending on such missions. No, while you have been the most able-bodied, there are others that I have sent that have not done as well. That being the case, I have heard that some of my operatives have not returned from their most recent excursion. You have proven yourself valuable not only to the lieutenant back there, but to me as well. In doing so, I feel like you have garnered just an ounce of trust from me. Do not let that trust go to waste. And do not tarnish it. There's a homestead. A day's journey from here. We have dispatched a small legion of our forces to destroy it. And also to procure one of the mirror shards from it. The two operatives I've sent have not returned and they've not checked in. I expect them to be dead. Though I know the homestead to have been destroyed already and our forces still occupy it. Something has gone wrong. Whether their own negligence has caused their deaths or something more nefarious. And so it's with utmost urgency I impart to you this mission. Go to the homestead 
Find the shard, and if you can't find the shard, find out who took it. Uh, Report. Is this the same homestead that we were at previously? No, this is a different one. Lieutenant Orbo has all of the, the knowledge on where it is. It's imperative you find this shard. Without all of the shards, my plan cannot come to fruition. Do oh, you understand? You... Oh, we understand, but uh, any, any chance you'd be willing to share a glimmer of that plan of yours that, that you wish to come to fruition? Roll speech check. <laughs> Raymond's <laughs> he needs a cough drop <laughs> by Bubby Mimi. Oh, honey, your voice is so sour. <laughs> Uh, Jacques with a 36 uh, Rodno with an 87 No You will become privy to that information Should you prove yourself worthy Beyond these simple missions Do you understand what I've tasked you with? Yeah You want to see your babysit your other group Well that's an oversimplification Yes, I want you to succeed where they've failed. So, that being the case, off with you. Lieutenant Orbo will instruct you as to where to go. Um, I'm, I'm gonna hang back for a second. Uh, see if uh, this is or anything. I follow Lieutenant Orbo. <laughs> Lieutenant Orbo kind of wa- walks away uh, towards the. Uh, the main exit from the garrison. Uh, Sarek Snare Duel hangs back. What do you say, Sarek? Ah, <clears throat> uh, my lord, I have been amassing a small m- merchant to work under me to help procure items and funds for this nation here and for myself. I was wondering if you could spare a few coinage in case I find some new investments while we were up at the homestead or in the surrounding area. Go ahead and roll a speech check. Awful bold of you to parlay on my meeting into a, a, a an ask for some sort of investment. Hmm. I will not give you gold, no. Gold comes and gold goes. No. Instead, I will give you the authority to act on behalf of Clegg in terms of its business dealings with the surface. Take this. Uh, He casts a very brief spell and a small medallion uh, appears in your hand. This medallion will help you in procuring business ventures with those outside of Clay. Should you deem a business worthy of interacting with us, you may use that to make sure that this benefits not only on my city, but also your own dealings. If you are able to bolster our economy, and provide more jobs and more uh, free spending in the city. Make us a wealthier nation. Do it. Do not hesitate to make Clegg the utmost priority in the economic region. 
Very well. Good luck. He turns and he leaves through a portal behind him. Gosh dang it, where? What? Is Sarek still in there? Oh, God. Uh, Master Nunya, you go get him. Get him out of there. Lord knows what he's talking in. about. Uh, you ready, Sarek? Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, very much. So you guys now uh, exit uh, through the garrison into the main area. You go through the maw, which is basically uh, the main uh, cavern from the surface to the garrison that is riddled with traps and uh, all sorts of uh, missteps. So very much so people who go to the surface uh, know what they're about. Uh, but the uh, those who don't know need a guide. And so Lieutenant Orbo guides you through the maw um, and you find yourself on the surface. Now, uh, as I'm transitioning all the tokens, uh, Cerex, that medallion gives you a plus 30 speechcraft bonus when you're doing an investment check. Uh, to, to anyone on the surface, not within Clegg. Okay. Might want to write that down. Cool. So you guys travel for uh, about a day or so, uh, and you uh, see what, uh, after following the directions, you see what Lieutenant Orbo has pointed out to you. Um, so, uh, while this is happening, uh, why don't you guys kind of dialogue about what you, uh, talk about and all that, uh, during your day journey, uh, to this homestead? Uh, it's been a long time since I've been far out on the surface. Not like that homestead we visited, Master Nanya. Has it gone silent? <laughs> oh no. I can't wait to start the killing. Yes, there shall be plenty. Killing a plenty. <laughs> That's the opposite. <laughs> We shall see. We shall find you a new weapon. Okay, now you have my attention. There's plenty on the surface that is not in the underground caverns. <laughs> I still have to find out how to enchant them. I wonder if there's someone here that can help us with that. It's. <laughs> If only there was someone here that could tell us if there was <laughs> They could tell you what? They could tell me where to find someone to enchant my weapons, my death toys. <laughs> and by enchant, you mean hit it with some sort of deodorant because the rod is becoming apparent? <laughs> I'm gonna... 
It smells delicious. What are you talking about, Master Framunda? Did you just say Master Fermata? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I've met him once. That's fair. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> but we, we live together. You weren't Fermunda. You were Jacques. We don't cast magic in our house. To my knowledge. <laughs> you just misunderstand it is what it boils down to <laughs> <laughs> okay probably yeah so uh after uh your journey completes you arrive at the homestead now this homestead is uh laid out in a, a kind of like a plus sign grid if you were looking at it from an aerial view you have two intersecting main roadways uh, with homes uh, and buildings on the left right and then diagonal uh, left right uh, where those roads intersect and so as you kind of walk forward into town uh, you are met with uh, a somewhat familiar sight as to uh, what you've seen and heard of in terms of how um, clay grade parties uh, attack homesteads. Uh, they usually come in in either the night or a time that's very clearly inconvenient for people, catch them off guard. Uh, they usually destroy everyone and anything they can. They raise zombies to help fight for any people who might be trying to um, uh, to fight back. Uh, and then once the deed is done, they leave all the bodies that they just don't care about or whatever, and they bring them to the center of the homestead and create a mass grave where they light it on fire and burn the bodies that they didn't raise into zombies. And so that's kind of how you approach you walk in and very clearly uh you're wearing the trappings of clay guardsmen with uh uh various insignias insignias and things like that on your persons and so the zombies know to not worry about you and so as you near you notice a fire kill mentok uh several zombies a werebore and a centaur in the middle of town what do you do Hey guys, you guys seen uh, see a group of people come through here? Who are you talking days. to? The fire Kellen Mentop. I'm assuming zombies don't have conversations. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> it's pretty uh, one-sided. Well, it depends. There is thought to action, as we discovered last episode with uh, <laughs> Jax's claw. So, um, <clears throat> the uh, the fire Kellen Mentop turns to you and goes, Ah, yes. We have not seen anybody come through. They would have been destroyed should they have interfered with what we are doing. Mm. Sounds about right. No other uh, clay people wearing similar uniforms as uh, I am. Come to think about it, uh, there were two, but I have not seen them in, well, several days. I assume they left. I can track them down. 
they might be the individuals we're looking for, but I, I'm not 100% certain unless I find them. Uh, where, where, whereabouts was the last place you saw them? The last place I saw them was going through one of the homes to the southeast. Just over there. And he points to uh, one of the homes nearby, kind of diagonal from where you are right now. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. Of course. That has been most appreciated. Love the fire. I'm straight Me up too. like <clears throat> eyeballing the ever loving heck out of this werebore. And I'm going to lean over to Cyrix and be like, have you ever had roast hog? Was a delicacy of the town I came from. Uh, the werebore very clearly hears your conversation. Is just <laughs> slowly walking away towards the centaur for protection. Oh, <laughs> let us follow Master Nunya. Yeah, uh, but first. Excuse me, zombie. Um, uh, huh. Ooh, zombie yeah. ASMR. I, I think you're gonna want to have some of this. I'm gonna pour one of the shape change flasks into the mug oh. I took earlier. Oh no! And hand it to the zombie. Okay. Make sure you uh, drink it now. Oops. We should have given them all that mountain madness drink. <laughs> turn them all into centaur zo- zombies. <laughs> You're not alone, Mr. Centaur Man. So as you pour it on them, go ahead and roll a D100 for me. need help? 61. The zombie turns into a mermaid. (laughs) Alright. And and with that I'm going to yell Boys, we've got an intruder! (laughs) Oh my goodness. 25 versus Harley's roll of 32. Everyone uh, looks over at you and, lo- and is just like, It's a mermaid! <laughs> How did. We're in the desert! How to get here? Uh. Beats me! <laughs> It'll die! Alright. You got lucky this time, zombie. And <laughs> I walk away. The zombie is like convulsing on the floor trying to swim in the sand. <laughs> Mer zombie, use splash. Uh, it's not effective. No, not at all. You you introduced this flash to me, and I am so keen on using it as much as I can. Good. Nice. So, uh, where do you go from here? Go in the general direction that they point. I think they pointed down in this direction. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely like the corner of one of the homes, just kind of like a, a scenic area where they could plant a tree. Uh, the only, like, 
area really uh, to search is this area. There's a a, a kind of over to the side. There's a little doorway. There's a smaller building. So, Ray Mahond, as you enter uh, the the smaller building, uh, you notice that there's a a very large bed. uh, Looking to the right, it appears to be a, a very long table through one of the side doors and just kind of following the the home uh, uh, layout, uh, you see a basilican seated at one of the tables. Okay. Paying absolutely no heed to the basilican, I'm going to come down here. Okay. You <laughs> like, just wonder like he's not even there. He's like very clearly watching you as you just walk through the building and exit <laughs> through one of the side doors. Are there any clay pots? Can I just like... I mean, if you want to. (laughs) And so as you kind of exit through uh, that doorway, you find yourself in a small corridor and you can hear Jacques and uh, Sarex kind of talking amongst themselves to your left. Yeah, that's where I'll head then. Okay. Round in the corner, uh, you're reunited with Jacques and Sarex and uh, both of you see two corpses of an ice Kelamentok and a Visaville uh, inside this storeroom that you face currently. Mm, interesting. Uh, these are they wearing uh, garbs such as ours? Yes, it is very clearly uh, the group or the the duo that you were looking for. Uh, looking down, you notice that blood riddles the floor. Uh, although it's unclear whose blood is whose. Uh, any artifact or any item on them? Uh, you don't see anything <laughs> minus their normal, uh, you know, equipment. Nothing that stands out out of the ordinary. Just starts looting the bodies. I like it. I'm I just can't do like, anything else with the bodies. I'm gonna squat um, down to kind of touch the blood and be like, so can I uh, determine what what killed him? Yeah, uh, Raymond, go ahead and roll a let's call it a potency check. Uh, and you know, uh, Jacques or uh, Master Nunia, go ahead and roll a potency check as well. Ooh, yo, Raymond, uh, you reach down. Uh, so you have three colors of blood. There is green. There is red. And there's blue. Which color did you choose? Do we suppose that Raymahan is smart enough to figure out that blue would be ice? Yeah. He's you. You can figure it out. I mean, I mean so oh, I'm going to go for red because typically people of our nature don't have red blood. So as you dip your finger into the red blood, you taste it. And there's no... I'm not going to explain this. I don't want anyone else <laughs> to explain this. I don't want anyone to think anything of it. But you know that this blood that you're tasting is that of an Athelian uh, species. Yep. This is very clearly this not the Visaville. It's very clearly not the Ice Kelamantok. (laughs) 
Now, Jacques, with a 52, you look at the bodies, uh, kind of look them over. You notice that there are several puncture wounds, uh, clearly from some kind of bladed weapons. You notice that there is um, uh, kind of like a blunt force, almost magical uh, um, uh, damage that had been done. But more importantly, you notice that there is uh, remnants of what appears to be a small pie uh, and acid burns covering multiple parts of both of the bodies. Mm. <laughs> okay. Clearly, uh, I need to watch what I eat around here. <laughs> All right, so we've deduced that Pi will kill you. And uh, I'm assuming we, we notice that they're like little pies, right? They're like smaller yeah. than the average pie. Absolutely. They're like handhelds. <laughs> they're like mini quiches. Oh. I, I don't know if I'm comfortable with you putting quiche and pie in the same category. Like I, I don't, I don't think the only that's okay. difference, my friend, is the level of sweetness. Uh, no, no. Uh, who wants to take a look inside of that, uh, the back room area there? I'll go. Sarix, as you walk towards uh, the back exit, uh, several boxes are on your left, and it looks like. Thank you, Tofu. She says quiche's pie. Get out. Everyone leave. No. Uh, no, it's not. Several boxes have been rummaged through. Uh, very clearly, almost everything in this room has been uh, looted uh, or otherwise searched. Uh, and as you kind of exit out the back door, you notice that there are no signs of exit this way. There's no footprints. There's no, like, uh, remnants of anything. Uh, very clearly, no one has walked this direction in quite some time. Okay. So nobody came out the back. I might go around the perimeter and just kind of look around. Maybe somebody jumped out a second floor if there is one. See if I can spot anything. Okay. So as you kind of go up the nearest stairway, you notice that most all of these buildings. In fact, each and every one is only a single-story building. Any stairs or ladders up to the the second story, as it were, are just up to the roofs, which are all flat. Oh, this joke would be gone. Could we... <laughs> okay, I think the quiche and pie thing has broke chat. Ketchup <laughs> is a jelly? <laughs> Oxford Languages says pie is a baked dish of fruit or meat and vegetables. Quiche is a synonym of pie. Soup is hot. <laughs> Soup is always hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What has happened? But you know what? Baked dish of fruit, meat, and vegetables. Cumbers. I don't hear eggs anywhere in that. Egg is a meat. No, it what? Yeah. Well, according to this, it says quiche, quiches are a savory pie or tart whose filling is based on egg-based custard. 
I don't know Bam. who wrote that, but they are wrong. You can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it up later. We'll move this to the Discord. <laughs> Everyone can ruin each other there. Um, so, uh, coming back to the task at hand, uh, the f- roofs are all barren and flat. You don't see any impact spots uh, kind of around the buildings in the immediate area. Okay. Is there, like, a, a step up onto the roof or anything? that I mean, obviously, the stairwell. Yeah, like... it leads directly right up to the roofs. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There's... I mean, can I get up on the roof then? Yeah, you're just up on yeah. the roof. I just don't have a map for it. Okay, okay. That's why I was I, I was looking at the screen. I'm like, why, <laughs> why can't I move anywhere? What's going on? Okay. You um, mean to tell me you don't have a map for every single contingency of anything <laughs> that we could do? All right, then I'm going to head back. I don't see if I, if I don't see anything. Okay. okay, so at this point, can I roll a wilderness survival check to try and track which way these people went? Absolutely. Wong. 35. So 35 paired with the fact that you saw the red blood and know it's not of the monstrous uh, variety. Uh, you're able to actually kind of formulate some sort of direction. Uh, and so uh, you... I'm not going to draw it on the map, but you are able to follow the trail of blood and footsteps and just general dragging of unconscious body uh, out of the city towards the north. Uh, With Harley's roll of 98, however, you are not able to track it very far besides the outskirts of town. Um, so you're 35 versus her 98. Uh, you kind of lose the trail about, I'd say, 40 feet outside the city, something like that. But there is very so clearly gonna, a direction that is that is established. I'm going to stand up, scratch okay. my chin, think about this for a minute, turn to Sirix and Jock, and I will say... Gentlemen, I believe that someone has kidnapped one of the bodies that was in here and has very clearly dragged them to the north. It probably have what we're looking am, for. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> what? Did he just speak a coherent sentence? <laughs> Based on actual facts? <laughs> I'm gonna lick your spine clean. Hey, even drunks have a moment of clarity. (laughs) He's he's right. So, do we continue to the north blindly? There's got to be something there. If they if they dragged it this far, why not continue dragging? I don't see a body here. So. As you kind of oh, dialogue, yeah. As you kind of dialogue with one another, um, you realize that even though you don't have a very clear uh, understanding of where they went to, what you do know is that whoever killed these two people also took the mirror shard. Ah, okay. 
that was my theory to begin with, though. Well, now we've confirmed it. Yep. wanted us to find out if the shard were taken, who took it. What? Did his fire drop? He's just speaking quietly. Yeah, sorry. I was <clears throat> a little half to myself there. He was role-playing no very well. That's what that was. <laughs> Rod- Rodna wants us to find out who took the shard if the shard's not here. So we can't just go back and say, oh, we found this quiche. Yeah, he probably wouldn't like that very much. Everyone roll a d100 for me. Sarah said the 29, Ray Mahon won the 83, and... <laughs> and... Chalk! <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Nanya. I think he's Nanya, yeah. <laughs> and then... 31. Ray Mahand, you, you reflect on the taste of the blood you had a moment ago. Mm. And then you kind of look at Jacques, and your thought is, man, this guy is so magical. And you kind of think, like, wait, what if the blood in, like, magic could do something? I have blood magic. Probably not the same kind, though. Jacques. Uh, yes. No, you're supposed to say that's not me. You're What's the other guy. <laughs> you're the oily guy right now. What? You know, covered with oil, pecs on pecs on pecs. I'm I'm Master Nanya. Exactly. Yeah, Get but I, I'm tired. Magic with the blood and the... I, I can use blood magic? But what are you asking me to do specifically? A little voice inside told me blood plus magic equals you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that little voice would be accurate. <laughs> is this your card? <laughs> I summon, I summon a little cold gust. Yes, that's only my card. So as you summon the cold gust, you're able to freeze the blood into like uh, a relatively solid. Uh, you're not entirely sure how long it's going to stay, but you're able to pick it up uh, without the sand being a problem. There you go, frozen blood. Everyone kind of takes a moment. Bring it with me now. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I don't oh, know wait. that you want to put that in your pocket. Do, do you have any leather gonna, thing you can wrap it in so that when it melts, it's so not going to be going anywhere? I, I have an empty <laughs> empty mug on me. I'll, I'll wipe it out and we can put it in. So Ray Mahond... His garb consists of a loincloth and like fuzzy Ugg boots. <laughs> that that's all. Oh, and a rope that I tie things to, like uh, my earth elemental skull. I still have that. Good. What, what was the name? Pum Pumice. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Pumice. 
pew mice. Pew mice. So I still I still got that skull and another one. So as Sarix puts the blood uh, and kind of like warms it up into his cup, his I'm mug. Take, take the key, the quiche <laughs> pie as well. Yeah, it's like okay. steaming like a cup of coffee now. Yeah, he's just holding it. Uh, <laughs> Where are those zombies? You guys kind of finally have this brilliant thought. If you have the blood of whoever did this, there might be a way to track them using magic. Oh. Actually, I don't believe I have that. Uh, I believe that's uh, that's an intuitive direction thing. I know nothing of the magical art. But you know uh, Lord Rodna is a very powerful uh, sage. And so even though you might Lord not Rodna. be able to do that, he may be able to. Yeah, let's give this to Lord Rodna. I think that's, that's, that's the best course of action. All right, we'll get a agree. mug of blood in this tiny pie. Blood mug. That's an so, awesome band name. So now that you've procured some sort of evidence as to what has happened, uh, and you have a pretty clear understanding of what needs to be done next, uh, you make your way all the way back to Clegg, uh, and you head immediately to Lord Rodna's chamber. So as you approach, uh, Lieutenant Orbo is waiting for you. Well, what'd you all find? Well, we have a general direction of where the shard is headed. Uh, and uh, we have the blood of an individual. We need somebody to help us track. Hmm. Well, that's definitely good news, because... Uh, Man, if y'all had come back without nothing, uh, I'm pretty sure we'd all be dead next. Well, let's go tell him, shall we? Yes. So, uh, you all walk into the chamber proper. Ah, monstrous X returns. What have you found? But Eleanor, we found blood. Stop! My name is Lord Elagor Rodna. Should you say that wrong again, Peon, you will be dead before you can finish the statement. I will do my best. Your best is not good enough. Did he just kill Grimahan? <laughs> no, he's just Grimahan like staring imminently my, at him. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm math mode trying to figure out <laughs> best is not good enough. I'm, I'm gonna cut in. Lord Rodna, we found what we can only assume are the prior agents, and it seems they have been dispatched. My we, concern was truthful then. We do return with a mug of what we can assume is the assailant's blood. Blood. We also have a general direction. They left. They left the homestead north of the homestead, uh, uh, and we we found some evidence that seemed to indicate that they uh, they probably have the artifact in their possession. Hmm. 
Well, that is helpful. The only known city of note to the north would be Dengera. And well, to be honest with you, if we have the blood, I can probably formulate a spell or have the Mage's Asylum work on that. Let's give it a couple of weeks. Let the Mage's Asylum develop a spell to find the individual this blood belongs to specifically. And once it's found, I will dispatch to deal with them. Is that understood? Also, there was, uh... I at the scene, a little little small pies. We believe they were used as weapons. Pie, quite unusual. Oh yeah, yeah, what is it made out of? I I look over at Cyrix. Who has the pie? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Uh, yeah. (laughs) uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm pull out my bag and be like. We have not investigated the pie yet. <laughs> Bring it forward. Let me inspect it. You, like, put it on the altar in front of him. Hmm. That's not a pie. It's a quiche. <laughs> and, yes, what, and what, pray tell, is that quiche uh, sitting on? What's that crusty thing around it called? It's a crust. Ah, uh, uh, pie crusts, yes. It only becomes a pie crust when you use it to make a pie. Regardless, it's poison. Oh. Did any of you taste this quiche? Uh, I knew better than that. No. A wise move. Yes, he did. This is a weapon. Had you an ev- had you been in this, you would have been burned from the inside out. Whoever killed my operatives are some nefarious beings to destroy someone with a pie. Uh, we've all experienced being burned from the inside out. Ooh. Tacos. Mm. MRA. Well, let us conclude our business. We will reconvene once the Mage's Asylum has developed the spell to track the individual this blood belongs to. Excellent work, Monster Sex. You will have a thousand gold each from my coffers for your trouble. I will summon you when I need you next. Be ready. That is all. Leave me. Take my money and go. No kidding. Before he changes his mind. Uh, so Bad. you all no, I like my taco joke. <laughs> I Ghost like quality. it. I just couldn't <laughs> say it as Lord Rodna. <laughs> uh, so you all return home uh, to the monstrous X dwelling in the tavern district uh, with your. Uh, uh, two week period as you await the spell to be developed. What do you do over the next day or so? I am going to actually purchase some additional spells and do some training as uh, Master Nanya. Nice. There you go. The, uh, the role I made in D20. Do I recognize the city name, he said? 
that Lord Ratnan said? Oh, absolutely you did. You know exactly what he was talking about. Thanks. Thanks. I thought so. I'm, uh... I'm gonna be just kind of not going out drinking and it's kind of locked in my room. Okay. What about you, Ray Mahant? Flop right back down on my bed. (laughs) Okay. And just begin shoveling food into my face. There you go. You guys notice that Sterix has been locked in his room uh, more often than would be considered normal. Uh, But that's something for another day. We're going to end it here tonight, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for participating. Chat, lovely to see you guys. Remember, not next week, but the week after, we'll be back on the Shattered Tabletop Games channel. Uh, And don't forget to share this podcast with someone that you know. We would love to um, uh, have more listeners uh, and share what we're doing with others. So uh, we will see you guys next week uh, for Jax's Claw. Everybody have a wonderful time. Uh, and remember, quiche is pie, but pie is in quiche. See ya! <laughs> if you're interested in delving deeper into the history of Erethe, please visit ShatteredDawn.com and purchase one of our books in our shop, either in hardcover or PDF format. This show is impossible to do without support from our viewers and our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com shattereddungeons. There you can find more content delving deeper into gameplay mechanics, character creation, and interviews with our staff, our cast members, and the creators. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Shattered Tabletop Games. There we'll post more information and more links to more content as it comes out. We appreciate you listening and can't wait to share our next episode with you.